This is West Fair Business Buzz from West Fair Communications, publisher of the Westchester County Business Journal. I'm Peter Katz. The building known as 20 South Broadway in Yonkers has survived the Great Depression, World War II, the Korean War, Vietnam, the Gulf War, the attack of 9-11, and now the COVID-19 pandemic, while maintaining its position since being built in 1931 as an anchor of the Getty Square area. With approximately 148,000 square feet of space, the 12-story office building was acquired in 2018 by Chestnut Commercial, an established owner and manager of properties in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. Howard Greenberg, president of Howard Properties Limited, is exclusive leasing agent for the building. And we talked to him about 20 South Broadway and Westchester real estate in general. The, the lobby is a classic, literally a classic lobby, terrazzo floors and, you know, brass elevator doors and all that sort of thing. And uh, one of the things that we did do there, the ownership did do, was bring in a lighting consultant and pump the light up a little bit because you had that, you know, that old kind of dungeon-like feeling, and now it certainly feels a lot brighter. Um, the building, uh, you know, it's a classic old building, got good bones on it. And um, it is built on a high point in the city of Yonkers on Getty Square. So not only do you have sweeping views of the Hudson um, from the uh, front of the building, you've got them almost from three sides of the building because of the way it's situated and the, um, and the uh, shape of the floor plate. Um, and right behind it, we've got the municipal parking structure, and five blocks away is the Metro North Station, and, you know, right in front is the bus stop. So, you know, you've really got a great, um, what do you call it, access both for public transportation and for parking, which is unusual in the, uh, you know, in an urban area. Where, where does this building stand, you know, with all the uh, um, uh, development that's been going on in the Getty Square area around the train station down there? You've got the, the Lionsgate uh, movie studio, which will be coming in um, yep. probably not, not that uh, that far distant. Um, so, you know, so would, would, how, how does this uh, building uh, position itself? Well, we, how do you put it? We are the, the quality building in the downtown or in the downtown area. And, uh, not only by virtual location, but views and everything else. We've got new, uh, new ownership, new management, family owned, family run company. I'm talking to ownership, you know, practically on a daily basis. And, uh, which is very helpful because we get decisions. We don't have any bureaucracy. We don't have to go to our lenders for decisions and so on and so forth. So um, we, we've got, uh, you know, a lot of key tenants in the building, the Westchester Community College, the County Health Department, Social Security, Mental Health, a lot of the um, government agencies and not-for-profits that uh, operate in the Yonkers area. Uh, and that forms kind of the basis of the tenancy, along with some law firms and you know other other companies. Mm. Um, the uh, the lease was with General Services Administration. So was that Social Security that was extended, or, or you know what uh, um, particular you know who who will the uh, the occupants be on this? The occupant this is the Social Security Administration. They've been in the building. I'm not sure how many years, but decades, and. Um, 
you know, and one thing we are going to do is relocate them from uh, the 10th and portion of the 11th floor down to the, the entire 5th floor uh, and a portion of the 4th so that we can literally, you know, build them a new installation, new modern installation, and then move them down and not spend, you know, nine months doing a construction job that should take four or five uh, and, and in six phases and spending more money and inconveniencing the tenant. Uh, how is the occupancy rate uh, in that building, and uh, what other space are, are you marketing there? Well, uh, obviously, we will put the 10th floor on the market, as, as Social Security will be vacating at some time in 2021. Uh, we've got the entire 12th floor available, and then other you know portions as you go through the building. So not a lot. I mean, we're in the 80, 80, mid-80s percent occupancy. Um, but the the top floors in particular, I don't think I have to, you know, uh, say it, have, you know, the biggest sweeping views of the Hudson River. So it gets, it's particularly nice on these floors. And they really have a loft feel. They kind of have, you know, there were new windows put in a number of years ago, but they're big windows, and you've got higher ceilings. We can do open ceilings instead of, you know, the old, old-fashioned drop ceilings. So kind of give it... Um, you know, that lofty look that everybody's interested in today. What, what is the owner doing uh, uh, on this um, to, to, in the way of updates or changes to deal with, with COVID? Uh, for example, um, social distancing says you shouldn't have crowded elevators. Um, you know, what, what other things? Well, we, we've got twenty. We've got security for you know most of the day in the building, so everybody feeds through the lobby and is observed by security. We do have three different elevator banks, so you know fifty percent more elevator capacity than most than most buildings. Uh, we've got entry directly from the uh, parking lot in the rear, so even though it's a high traffic building, we do have the ability to. Uh, you know, separate people, you know, as much as you can today. We, you know, we've got a long entry into the lobby. We're going to mark off the floor so that people have a, you know, a sense of what the distance is that they should be. And, you know, every everything that everybody's got to do in, in this new era. Um, what is your involvement, uh, you know, in the building, uh, you know, aside from, uh, from, you know, handling the, the leasing, um, are you involved in management or is that, Chestnut that, that does it on its own. No, Chestnut Holdings is the owner and the manager of the building. Um, I, as as a leasing, you know, as their leasing rep, I do get a lot of input as I see things that, uh, you know, I feel we need that need to be done for both the marketing and and convenience to the tenants and things of that nature. So, you know, as I say, it's it's a, it's a family run operation, so a lot more a lot more leeway than an institutionally owned building in terms of uh, that kind of communication. Um, and how does uh, this particular building fit with, with everything that's happening in Yonkers these days? A lot of what's going on there is residential. Um, do yep. you anticipate seeing uh, any office uh, going up in the Getty Square area? No, I must admit I don't. Um, I, I think that, you know, we, we, we've got a neighbor building that's got capacity. We've got some capacity. Uh, I don't see... I don't see tremendous demand, but by the same token, uh, you know, I have, as, as someone that speaks to my colleagues on a, um, you know, on a daily basis, people that are bringing tenants and other brokers that are representing landlords and representing tenants, you know, there's both anecdotal evidence and real evidence of people that, you know, want to take small offices in the suburbs to avoid going into the city. 
and certainly companies that would like to have satellite offices in the suburbs so that people don't have to get on Metro North. Um, it's kind of a, you know, as, you know, as we get into the broader discussion of the market later, you know, we could talk more about that, mm. but it's, it's an unusual scenario, to say the least. Okay. Um, you were able to put this deal together while uh, COVID uh, was... Um rearing its ugly head uh, did, did did that pose any particular difficulties that you normally wouldn't encounter trying to put together a leasing deal well i'll tell you everybody worked well from 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 home you know our, our architect patrick bates of pap architects uh daniel weiner the uh, the managing partner in the building myself and you know we were on multiple calls with the gsa officials and so on but you know Technology is a great thing. You know, we got the test fits done. We sent them over, uh, you know, a lot of bureaucracy to, um, what do you call it, to deal with when you're with the government. But everybody said, hey, we got to get this done, and, and we got it done. And where do you rank this particular deal in terms of difficulty of deals that, that, that you put together, given uh, everything <laughs> going on? All, all, all government deals are shall we say, complex. Um, you know, there's a long series. You know, these are, what do you call it, competitive bids, if you will. And it's certainly not only done by price, it's done by quality of building and, and uh, the, the specifications of the building that have to meet the government's needs and so on. So it's a little more, let's say, bureaucratic than dealing with a private company or a law firm. But, you know, you just got to put your head down and... Uh, and uh, and do it. Government tenants are good credit tenants, so they are desirable to landlords. And um, th this is uh, it's a the release calls it a long term extension. How how long? What? It, how long does this? Yeah, run? It's effectively a, it's effectively a ten year lease. Ten year. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, what should I have asked you that I didn't about this? And then give me uh, you know a minute or two on your general take of of where you think Westchester real estate uh, office market, especially, uh, is uh, coming out of COVID. Sure. Um, I think the only thing you didn't ask me is, you know, maybe why was it important to, to the government to get this deal done? And when you when you do a government deal, <clears throat> they've got what they call a delineated area that you have to be in, and you have to uh, geographically, <clears throat> uh, and then obviously you got to meet all the different specifications and so on. So with all of the different specs they have, you know, they, they're not negotiating with six buildings. They're negotiating, negotiating with a tight group of buildings. And uh, obviously, given the high traffic and, and the importance of a group like the Social Security Administration today, you know, they need to ensure that they're going to have proper quality space for that uh, tenant. Uh, you know, the GSA is all government agencies. They, they, they run the real estate for all government agencies. So uh, it's important to make sure that the agencies, uh, you know, have the buildings that are best located for the clientele and best quality and so on and so forth. So, is as I say, a little more bureaucratic, but we just got to put your head down and work your way through it. Keep, you know, keep your, keep your head down and keep moving. Right. Uh, there are some um, other tenants in there you know, who have government ties, but it's Westchester County. Is, is this uh, the only uh, federal client that, uh, that you have placed? Correct, yeah. Okay, and, and now um, what's your take on the situation regarding Westchester real estate and COVID-19, and where do you think it may be going? This is a... Um 
this is uncharted territory, needless to say. And for everything that I say, there is the opposite that will um, that will happen. For instance, um, while many companies want to get back to the office, for the for the most part, I have not heard of any terrible problems either in productivity, supervision, or anything else uh, in terms of the working from home. The the technology has, you know, obviously gotten to the point that, you know, everybody jumped on it really fast. Everybody was kind of prepared, uh, all these companies, and, and they got it done. And everybody works from home. You know what? It's working out okay. So while people are, are uh, interested in getting back to the office, it's not an all-fired emergency in the sense that people are saying, gee, you know, I can't get my work done at home or the company can't get the productivity out of its employees that, that it needs. Um, so, and, and the, to me, the, the most key question is not when do the offices reopen and, and do they, um, what's the word, um, I'm sorry, execute all of the requirements that the that the government has and the CDC has to reopen as an office. My biggest question is, when are people going to be ready to go to those offices? When are they going to feel comfortable going to their office space? Because you got to remember, you drive into a building, you've got to open the front door, you've got to punch the elevator button, or walk up the stairs, you know, three or four-story buildings, you're maybe going to walk up the stairs. Urban towers, you're not going to walk up the stairs. Cafeterias are going to be closed. You go to the bathroom, you feel a little, a little vulnerable these days, even though every other toilet fixture and every other sink is going to be taped off so that it's not used. Um, so I think there's a, a psychological barrier and we have yet to see how that's going to work out. Um, Can things like that play to the advantage of Westchester real estate, for oh, yeah, example, absolutely. in attracting uh, businesses from the city? Yeah, absolutely. The you know the 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 plain Jane three or four story office building that didn't used to be so attractive is now going to be more attractive in the era of COVID because frankly you just have less vertical transportation and less amenities to to congregate people with and so on and so forth. So, you know, it, it's kind of what you see is what you get. You park your car, you walk into the building and a lot less people interaction and a lot less systems interaction than you would have if you went into a 15-story building and had to go up through the elevators and so on and so forth. That's that's what we're curious about. And then from a market point of view, you know, the thing that nobody has seen yet in the office sector is what tenants are not going to reopen, what tenants have taken the hit, so to speak, in their business, and they're not going to be uh, restarting. And that's going to bring some space back to the marketplace. Uh, we don't know how much yet. You know, that's, that's going to take a while to see. And also, it to make it a little more complex, you know, the landlord can say, hey, I think that, uh, you know, XYZ company is not going to be here in three months, so I'm going to start to market that, that space. But frankly, until they make a deal with the tenant or they have legal control of that space, they can't release it. They just, it's not their space to lease. It's, it's under lease, even if that lease is in default. And they have to get legal control back, and that's going to take time and and so on. 
Okay. So, uh-huh. You know, there, there, there's some clarity, but there's just a lot of things that are not clear uh, as we reopen. And I think, you know, it's not it's not a, uh, hey, we're opening tomorrow and everybody's coming back to the office. I think the, there's going to be a, a long kind of ramp up to the reopening. Join us again for Westfair Business Buzz.